Welcome to The Author's Journey with number one international best-selling author and in-demand publisher, Rebecca Hall Greider. Today, we'll showcase the works of an amazing best-selling author, find out the story behind their book, and explore ways to bring your message powerfully forward. Now, here's your host, Rebecca Hall Greider. Welcome, everyone. I hope that you're having an amazing day. Honored to be connecting in with you on the author's journey, where we talk to best-selling authors and discover how did they do this? How did they bring their book forward and have it received in such a way that it became a bestseller or above. We get to learn, pull back the curtain, have candid conversation with amazing authors and discover what their journey has been like and learn how we can add that wisdom and insight to our journey. (laughs) So welcome everybody. Thrilled to have you joining us today. And I want to give everyone a moment to just connect in. Let's take a breath in through the nose All the way to our toes, out through the mouth, like through a straw. Keep breathing, just taking a moment to slow down and become truly present. I find we move so quickly in life that we might kind of halfway be there and listening and we can miss (laughs) the gems, the things that are really here to support us. And sometimes it's something myself, our amazing guest will share. And it can be just by you slowing down and listening, you hear amazing insights and ideas bubble up within you that are sparked by something that is shared by myself or our guest. So I want you to choose to be present. This breathing and slowing down gives you a moment to just connect in. Release everything that's pulling at you, trying to distract you. Choose to be here because there is something here for you by the very nature of you tuning in. And a way to dial this up to make it even more effective and powerful for you is to grab a piece of paper or a notepad and a pen. Be ready to capture insights, ideas that are sparked by our conversation It's so easy to forget them, to have them in the moment, and then we get distracted by the next shiny thing. (laughs) So instead, I encourage you, choose to be present. Armed and ready with your notepad and your pen, ready to capture those things that will serve you. With that, I'm excited to introduce our amazing guest. I know you're going to love her. She is a dear friend of mine, an amazing person, and a very accomplished author, and expert. Dr. Cheryl Lentz is a number one international best-selling author over and over and over again. <laughs> and academic, she's known as the academic entrepreneur, is a dynamic speaker that has one foot in academia and one foot in the business and entrepreneurial space. So she brings a very powerful and unique perspective to all the stages that she speaks on. She's known for her writings on leadership, failure, and success. She's discovered the true path to success is learning to fail faster so you can succeed sooner. She's been published in more than 52 publications, more than 52 times, (laughs) over 26 awards. She's an accomplished university professor, speaker, and publisher, and consultant that has been quoted in major media such as ABC, CBS, NBC, and Fox. She is passionate about helping you take action and move forward powerfully in your life. 
Please warmly welcome the powerful and dynamic Dr. Cheryl Wentz to the stage. Welcome. Oh, my goodness. It is such a pleasure to be here. That intro is worth all the tea in China. I'm telling you, it's awesome. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) You are so welcome. I'm thrilled to have you joining us and very much heartfelt welcome. And I would love to start our conversation with why, with all that you do, all that you've brought forward, all of your own books, all the projects you've led, why do you choose to lead anthology anthology projects? And actually, what is an anthology for our listeners that are not aware of that term? And why lead them? Why does that call to you? This comes as a bit of an occupational focus, first and foremost, as a, a university professor. And my business actually started doing this as a response to something I heard more than, I guess, 16 years ago now. When I heard at the university that that's the way we've always done it, I bristled. Mm. And the way they had, that's the way we've always done it, is that they chose when a faculty, for example, would publish in a peer-reviewed journal, that the journal would own your copyright. And I bristled at that. For someone who took four years, three months to earn her doctorate, and I know many people have taken many more years, and to, for the first time, the expectation, publish or perish, was to share that with the world, and yet somebody owned my work. And the fact that everybody was okay with that, I wasn't. And so the idea of the anthology really came from getting the research out of academia and into the hands of people could use it by also means of giving the ownership to the author who wrote it. Mm. And that anthology piece for me is far more important because there's so much that gets stuck in academia. Unless you're in the academic space, you might not even be aware of some of this research. So there are multiple ways to have many research, many hands in one volume. And the anthology is a beautiful strategy to be able to have that corroboration, collaboration of multiple partners to be able to come together on one topic, as we've done now for more than 15 years with the series that we publish simply and solely for doctoral scholars, but in a format that's more digestible. You don't have to be an academic scholar to be able to understand the research that we've done, and we want to share it with you so that your businesses can benefit. Hopefully that's kind of it in a nutshell. Oh, that's wonderful. Thank you for sharing. I love the reason you birthed this series, The Refractive Thinker, and what you're looking to do with it, bringing that valuable information to the world, but also giving the authors the opportunity to own their content, what they've created (laughs) and they're bringing to the world. I mean, it just is so powerful in multiple ways. And I was just going to add for our listeners that an anthology concept might be new to you. Sometimes it's called a book compilation, but it's where there's one leader that leads the project. They're considered the compiler. In this case, it'd be Dr. Cheryl Lentz is the compiler. And then multiple authors come forward and they each write a section or a chapter. And so they are not responsible for having to create and write the entire book (laughs) on their own, but really focusing in on their section. And then as the book is published and brought forward, become a published author and a best-selling author and get to um, stand on that and bring their message forward. So I just wanted to add that for anyone that this is kind of a new concept um, or idea to them. And I don't know anything you would add to that, Dr. Cheryl, as you've led so many of these amazing projects. Well, I think part of that is looking at 
the benefits of having multiple people come together, because you don't have to know everything, and many people think that writing a book by themselves is a daunting task, and it can be if you don't have enough content or maybe you're new in the industry. But by joining others, I think it's a fabulous way to be able to embrace the idea of diversity and inclusion, for example, multiple opinions. We don't have to agree with each other, but we can certainly present multiple points of departure to consider. And I think that is such a rich dynamic, whether in academia or business, to hear from multiple perspectives and realize that it can be collaborative instead of competitive. And I find that a really wonderful environment conducive to both learning, leading, and following. I love that. So many things that can be gained <laughs> by tar- participating in anthology. And I love that, that it, we can come together, we can collaborate, and we can all shine. There's room for everybody in projects like exactly. this. And I think that's just amazing. Um, so thank you. Thank you for sharing. Is there a favorite part of leading anthologies for you? Is there something that just makes you smile every time, or is it a new thing each time? It depends on the topic. Part of what appeals for our series is usually for the newly minted doctoral scholar. They like the ability that when we're going through the doctoral process, only 1% of the population ever really gets to this level. That's why so few understand it. And so when you get to that, it's a long collaborative process with many hoops to jump through. And they understand that the only reason you have a committee to help you is they're not above you or below you. They're simply ahead of you in the process. And so it becomes a bit of an apprenticeship. And so we're continuing that with our anthology for many of the new scholars who are newly minted as a doctoral candidate who has just graduated. Now the expectation is to publish, and they don't know how. The universities are often very quick to congratulate them, award them, hood them, and then send them on their merry way to go out and do things in the world without much instruction as to, well, what's next and how. We take up that opportunity to be able to offer them a forum for publishing, as well as that mentorship, that apprenticeship, being ahead of them in the process simply to help them move forward in the process so they have not yet been schooled with. So oftentimes I will partner with new folks or colleagues so that we can do this together, and there's such richness when you realize it takes a community to raise a scholar, much like the old saying, it takes a village to raise a child. It's the same. We have many partners and many options, and I think it's an amazing opportunity for the community to come together to help those who are advanced, who are just beginning, and to welcome all. And I always love that part best. Mm, I love that. Thank you for sharing. I, I so appreciate it. And one of the things I hear through all of your sharing is this passion for helping those scholars come forward, helping position them, help them continue their journey and mentor and lead and then help them do that in a collaborative way. And I'm just thinking, listeners, what is it that you have on your heart that you're looking to bring forward? And perhaps you could do that in a collaborative way, perhaps either participating in an anthology project or looking at leading one yourself. How does that feel? How does that um, sit with you if you're looking at, wow, I don't have to figure it all out on my own. I could learn and be part of one. I could lead one and mentor and bring others along. It's just something to explore and look at. I know anthologies, I'm a 
big advocate of. That's how I got started in the publishing space was participating in two anthologies. And it made a big difference in my career. It made a big difference in my life and really being able to bring together my passion, my gifts, my heart, and the way that I use my skills and the work that I do in the world. So I hope that I want you to hear the passion that Dr. Cheryl has and the wisdom and insight why she's created this, why she's bringing it forward. And as we go to our first commercial break, start to think about how does this apply to you? What is this planting within you? And we'll continue our conversation in just two minutes. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Announcing a powerful new TV channel featuring programs designed to enhance and transform your life. Make powerful connections one program at a time. And by doing so, we can bring transformation to the world. Tune in each week to Empowered Connections TV as we add new programs to help you make empowered connections of your own. Visit EmpoweredConnectionsTV.com. That's EmpoweredConnectionsTV.com. And make the most of an incredible life transformation. Rebecca Hall Greider's Speaker Talent Search is looking for speakers wanting to get on more stages. With just one audition, you could open the doors to hundreds of speaking opportunities, reach more people, and expand your impact. Finalists get to audition live in front of leaders looking to fill all kinds of speaking opportunities. Apply now at SpeakerTalentSearch.com. That's SpeakerTalentSearch.com. We look forward to hearing your message. We're with you wherever Alexa and Google are. At home, in the car, on your smart TV, and your connected devices. Hey Alexa! Hey Google! Play my favorite Voice America podcast on TuneIn. It's just that easy. But make sure you actually mention the name of the podcast show to make it work. Welcome back, everyone. What did you discover as you started to explore this concept, this idea of an anthology, a book compilation, perhaps leading one or or being part of one? So interesting to explore and to discover and think about. I found it made it so much easier to step forward because I didn't have to figure everything out on my own and I could learn in a community. And then when I shared it out in the world, I didn't have to do that on my own. I could lean on others. I could learn from others. I could partner with others. And I found it a really, really powerful experience, especially because sometimes writing can get a little bit isolating. And isn't it nice to know that you can be in community and bring your content forward, and everybody has space and room to share their expertise with the world. So, Dr. Cheryl, as we continue our conversation, I wanted to focus in on your most recent book that you released, and it in the this particular series, the Refractive Thinker Doctoral Scholar series, that it became a number one international bestseller. 
actually hitting 27 best-selling categories within 10 hours of launch. Huge accomplishment, really fast, received very deeply and powerfully in the world. And that was just the beginning, just the beginning of the release to the world. I'd love for you to share what is the title of this most recent book and what did you hope that it would do both for the reader as well as the author in it, the authors? It's a very interesting title, Leading Global Conflict. And we have found that titles tend to come to us on what's kind of in the wind, so to speak. And obviously with COVID, in a post-COVID world, and there is a lot of conflict. And it didn't matter what area, which is why we always pick topics that are a bit more 30,000-foot view with a lot of parameters that could tie in with leading global conflict, whether it's diplomacy whether it's education, whether it's psychology, whether it's in the home, whether it's nonprofit, whether it's volunteer, so many different aspects. And we felt this book was really needed and timely to be able to offer people the benefits of the research that we do in the doctoral communities, because many people are hurting, as you know. And we wanted to find ways to navigate some of these channels in a world we didn't have before COVID. And so learning to deal with isolation, with working remotely, learning to experience new models from a variety of industries. And we have partnered with many to have them experience, not just read, but experience some of this so that we can offer them words of wisdom, best practices, and things we've learned along the way that they wouldn't have to reinvent that wheel. And that's a hot button of mine. Why reinvent something that many ahead of us already have that can share with the world. And that's really a benefit of coming together collaboratively. I love that. And being able to touch on such a range of subjects within that. Um, And I feel like the world has become smaller in a sense since the pandemic. And we've all learned to connect in new ways and more ways um, differently than, than we did before. But with that, there are differences, there are surprises, there are things that need to be navigated. Um, And what a timely book and resource to bring forward. So uh, can you let our listeners know, those who are like leaning in and want to know more, where can they find your series and get a copy of this most recent book? You can go to Amazon. We have actually two versions of the book. We have the ebook and we have the print book. And in about another week or so, you'll be able to actually look at this by chapter. What we offer is something really unique because so many individual scholars have expertise they're known for. They will actually have their own chapter that you can actually buy individually as well. They're not up yet, but they will be up in about another week or so. So stay tuned if there are specific authors or specific topics that you only want to learn about that one. We have an option for that too. (laughs) I love that. So many different ways (laughs) that people can receive the information and lean into all or the parts that serve them. And that's, that's a real benefit. I also think to the authors that they can have this standalone piece that they can share in the world and leverage and use in different ways. So anything is well, you ref- came out of, Oh, go ahead. Mm-hmm. That came out of academia's use for applications. So there's a lot of multidisciplinary uses that I encourage your readers to look at. Things we do in academia that we can share with the rest of the world have been very helpful to some in the business world who've never seen some of these approaches before. And I think that's the benefit of cross-multiplying when you're looking at different industries. It's really fascinating what we can learn from others. 
Because we can get a little bit isolated or siloed (laughs) in our particular area of expertise. And isn't that rich to be able to learn from other industries and from other approaches that we can we can just gain and have more diversity, wisdom and insights. We don't have to just keep doing things the way we've always done them. And I think it's fascinating. If you know the story about Ray Kroc and McDonald's, and McDonald's is a billion-dollar industry all over the world, the whole idea of the drive-through came from the banking industry. And if you know with Ray Kroc, his boss was looking for something innovation, so he got in his car and went to look. And he saw the – remember the pneumatic tubes and things they used to have with how they would mm-hmm. do things in the drive-through? That's where he came up with the drive-through in McDonald's to be able to take what one industry was doing and to adapt it to the needs of another. Ta-da! Now we have drive-throughs all over the world, courtesy of someone thinking that they could apply something learned from another industry in banking. Who knew? I love it. I love it. Brilliant. Well, thank you so much for sharing. I appreciate it. And I'm curious as you reflect back, because how many of these anthologies have you led in this particular series? Well, we actually have 25, even though Mm -hmm. we're in volume 23 that will be in the spring, or actually 26 will be um, in the spring, because we did one volume three times. Volume two is our methodology, research methodology book, and we did three unique um, editions of that book. So it's not that we can't count, it's that we have found value <laughs> in bringing certain certain topics that lend themselves to timeliness that we need to update on occasion. And maybe one day I will repeat that one a fourth time, but there are things that we just look for timeliness, and this is what's going to happen in the spring. Everyone is now talking about Roe versus Wade and all of the big challenges and changes to our society that are as a result of criminal justice. So that's going to be our topic in the spring. Art imitates life. Well, I love that. And I think that's so smart to, as we're looking at bringing forward information to the world, that we're paying attention to trends. We're paying attention to what's going on in the world outside of us. And how can we tie in our knowledge, our expertise into what is needed in the world, what is trending, what people are leaning into? Because, boy, that becomes such a powerful opportunity because there's a need people are recognizing it they're leaning into it and then if you can bring information and insight and wisdom and tips and tools to help people navigate through that it's a winning combination because I love that you guys are so great at that best advice one of my mentors gave me was how can we be of contribution and with what we teach as scholars, as well as I'm a doctoral mentor myself, our goal is we need to be on top of things. We need to know that if we're still talking about nine planets, then we are really out of the know if you're in the astronomy world. And so this mm-hmm. timeliness really becomes, and things shift so quickly. Uh, we are no longer in the long-term plans that you can even have five, seven, ten years anymore. Many companies have had to shift to a one or a two or three-year plan because things are just accelerating so quickly, you really need to stay on top of things. And so we try to see what's in the wind that people are thinking about so we can make a contribution to them. So as as we reflect back on our conversation today, do you have a tip or a suggestion for anyone that's either thinking of bringing their own book forward or they're kind of curious about this anthology concept, either participating or leading one? Any tips or advice you would give them? I'm a big fan as a educator of 22 years that experience is a valuable teacher. When I first started my company, I did it in response to creating a new model for which no one 
had excuses for that's just the way we've always done it. We've done it that way because no one had the courage to step up and find another way. And so my point was, join something the first time. I've been part of many different anthologies, and I'm always amazed at how differently an approach could be. There are many, many ways forward for this. No need to reinvent that wheel. Let's go see what we can learn from others first, and maybe by experiencing something, you'll get enough knowledge to be able to want to do something on your own, but not having to reinvent that wheel. There's support. There's partnership. There's no need to reinvent something that's already been done so that you have to have an easier way forward, which is what we have offered. I like to teach as well as publish, and so if we can help you find an easier way around that mulberry bush, maybe that's the best way to do it so you can stick your toe in the water without having to be an expert right out of the gate. Beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing. I appreciate it. We are getting ready to go to our next commercial break. And as we do that, listeners, think about what Dr. Cheryl has has shared and what is speaking to you, what's being prompted, what ideas are percolating, what's coming forward. And we'll continue our conversation in just two minutes. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. Announcing a powerful new TV channel featuring programs designed to enhance and transform your life. Make powerful connections one program at a time. And by doing so, we can bring transformation to the world. Tune in each week to Empowered Connections TV as we add new programs to help you make empowered connections of your own. Visit EmpoweredConnectionsTV.com. That's EmpoweredConnectionsTV.com. And make the most of an incredible life transformation. Rebecca Hall Greider's Speaker Talent Search is looking for speakers wanting to get on more stages. With just one audition, you could open the doors to hundreds of speaking opportunities, reach more people, and expand your impact. Finalists get to audition live in front of leaders looking to fill all kinds of speaking opportunities. Apply now at SpeakerTalentSearch.com. That's SpeakerTalentSearch.com. We look forward to hearing your message. We're with you wherever Alexa and Google are. At home, in the car, on your smart TV, and your connected devices. Hey, Alexa. Hey, Google. Play my favorite Voice America podcast on TuneIn. It's just that easy. But make sure you actually mention the name of the podcast show to make it work. Welcome back, everyone. I hope that you wrote down some great ideas or insights as you gave yourself those two minutes to just kind of feel in and carve out that time for you to just focus on you, what you're wanting to bring forward, what is speaking to you or being sparked as a result of you being part of this conversation and leaning in. I want to invite you at the end of the show, take two, five, ten minutes for you and just write down your thoughts, your ideas, your takeaways so that you can start to put those into action in your life. Because I know that what you have, what you have discovered, what you have learned, if you're feeling that pull to write, that pull to share in the world someday, I need to share this someday. I need to bring it forward. I want you to know today is the day. 
It's not someday. If you feel that pull, it's because your information, your wisdom, what you have to share, your perspective is needed now. And I invite you to find a way, find a step to bring it forward. So do that at the end of today's show. Take some time for you to really feel into that and see what are two to three steps you can take and take one of them today. So with that in mind, I'm going to bring our amazing Dr. Cheryl Lentz back on and have her share for those of you who are feeling that pull and call to perhaps lead, maybe you're being called to that leadership position of leading your anthology, bringing that forward. Do you have a tip or piece of advice for them? Absolutely. It's going to take 10 times longer than you thought it would. (laughs) When you are coordinating a lot of different people, it's a lot like herding cats. It's Mm -hmm. very easy to coordinate one author. It's a bit more challenging. We've had as many as 26 in one of our books. And that is a lot of different schedules, a lot of different um, combinations of opportunities. Some authors will choose to write by themselves. We have combinations of up to five people that will write in one chapter. So it's just a lot of moving parts. You need to get really good at project management skills and organizational skills to keep all those cats running in the right direction and rowing in the same direction. (laughs) And on time. (laughs) And on time. (laughs) I'm not a fan of last minute. Uh, but something always tends to happen. I like to get things done with plenty of time just for contingency planning, and we tend to always run a little bit out of time. We always get our projects to meet all of our deadlines, but sometimes it gets a little too close to comfort regardless. So I would have those meetings and make sure that you build in contingency planning to any of your scheduling and any of your time management things, and you will be very happy that, Whatever you're planning on, add a little, a few more weeks, if not months, to the process so that you're not doing this under very stressful conditions because there's a lot of work that goes into it. And it can be done as long as you manage it effectively. Beautiful. Great, great advice. And then what about for someone who's looking at being a co-author? They want to be one of the participants that someone else is leading and taking care of all that publishing stuff. They get to focus in on their chapter or content. You have a piece of advice for them? Absolutely. Read the communications you are being given by your leadership. I am often answering many questions that are easily answered and instantaneously when taking the time to review all of the directions, all of the documents, whether it's payment, whether it's commitment, whether it's timeliness, whether it's social media, whatever it may be. Take a few minutes to slow down and read everything. Many of the answers are actually contained before you work with answering questions that you could be much more independent on your own to answer. I love that. I love that. So whenever you're looking at a project, an anthology project, make sure you are aware of the timeline, print it off, keep it in front of you and Mm -hmm. uh, be proactive and make sure that you're reading the information, you're participating in the meetings. Those the reasons those formats are there to support everybody and be dancing and moving in sync so that it can can launch on time. So I, I love that. Yeah, yeah, so, so important. And then on top of that, I know you have, you mentioned your project in the spring coming up. You have so many things that you are leaning into and bringing into the world. I'd love for you to share a little bit about the upcoming anthology project you're leading and how if how they know if they might be a fit and what do they do if they are? How do they get in touch with you? 
Well, I appreciate that. As we have decided in the spring, every time we publish one book, we always know what the next one's going to be for the next um, time that we have, which will be in the spring. Right around April, we will publish, so now is a good time to join us and decide if this is a good fit. This will be Volume 23, Criminal Justice. It's intentionally a 30,000-foot view for a variety of ways to have research. It is only for doctoral scholars. There are 27 kinds of doctoral scholars, from PhDs to DBAs, DMs, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, this is something that we are looking to partner with. And it does take a little time that I spend with new authors, particularly if they want to co-author in a group. Again, we have singles who will do this. We will have up to five authors that can co-author together for one chapter. And it's a really good opportunity to learn how to put your community building and team building skills when writing together. I have always found that it's much more rewarding to work with more than just yourself because the ideas come much more synergistically. So I would encourage at least a partner of two, three, any more than five I have found to get a little unwielding, but I think it's definitely doable to be able to find out. But there is so much research that's in criminal justice, and many people are a little bit afraid of approaching that subject because of the political ramifications. This will not be a political book, but it will be a well research and evidence-based practices to see what we can learn about many of the changes that are currently on the horizon in criminal justice. So thank you. Um, my email address, they can get in touch with me or look at the refractivethinker.com, drsherylentz.com, any of those kinds of things can get in touch with me so I can have a conversation and see if they would like to work with us in the spring. Oh, I love it. I love it. And do you mind listing your email and that site one more time? Sure. It's drsherylentz at gmail.com. My website is refractivethinker.com. I also have a personal website, drsherylentz.com. So any one of those or just type in Dr. Cheryl to Google and you'll find a lot of other ways to get in touch with me as well. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you. I appreciate that. I encourage everyone, if you're feeling that pull, reach out, lean in. Dr. Cheryl is amazing and she'll be happy to give you her thoughts and suggestions and see if this might be a fit for what you're looking to do and bring forward. And with that, I know that you also publish books outside of the doctoral series as well. So I didn't know if you wanted to just do a quick mention of that too. Well, thank you. Yes, uh, we have for our business books, we have a award-winning imprint called the Pincero Press. And for those of you who would like, we even do children's books with Naratari Press. And right now, I'm actually going on a mini book tour for our our first children's book, Two Babies in a Manger, for the Christmas holidays. So happy to be able to help. It's really been helpful just to have somebody a little bit ahead of you in the process, then help give you ideas so you, again, don't have to reinvent the wheel. We're here, and we're happy to share. Beautiful. Thank you so much for joining us today. I appreciate it. Congratulations on your recent success and looking forward to the new book coming forward in April. So just around the corner. I know time moves so quickly. Listeners, I want to thank you for tuning in. And I wanted to share a couple of resources that might support and help you on your journey as well. So one is called The Speaker talentsearch.com you can go to speakertalentsearch.com and this is an opportunity for those of you who are called to also speak your message to be able to share either through speaking um, or on stage or interviews you're looking to reach more people with your message this is part of our give back and how we can support and help you do that 
So check it out, speakertalentsearch.com. And then for all of our wonderful authors out there, I encourage you to check out Emerging Author Series, and that's plural, Emerging Author Series.com. And that's a collection of ebooks that are free to peruse and share and enjoy. And you can learn more about anthologies. You can learn more about what is publishing, what is launching, what are myths and truths, all the frequently asked questions that we get through our show. And when we talk to authors that are looking to bring their books forward, we've created these resources. So I encourage you to lean in, check them out. I'm sure they will support you on your journey, emergingauthorseries.com. And then as I mentioned, take two, five, ten minutes just for you today. Really see what those next steps are for you to lean into your message, to bring it forward, not someday, but actually find a date on the calendar and take steps to bring it forward because your message is needed. Have a great week, everyone, and we'll look forward to talking to you next time. Thank you for tuning in to The Author's Journey. Please join Rebecca Hall Greider for another edition of The Author's Journey podcast every Monday on the Voice America Variety Channel. And until we talk again, use some of the tips and inspiration from today's show to guide you as you lean in to bringing your message forward. 